You're listening to The Heartbeats Machine here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. And I normally don't cut into a set of music this early, but if you were here last week or the week before or the week before to hear me rambling on about all the exciting goodies of March, you'll know that Roger Jarvis is here from Hexarex and several other things such as Kevorkian Death Cycle and Negative Gain Productions and Fabulousness. (laughs) So would you like to say hi? Hello. Thanks for having me, Valerie. Thank you for coming on the show. I'm so excited. Me too. I'm giddy. (laughs) And I've been telling people that I'm going to be giddy because I've really felt like I wanted to. That's okay. I haven't done a a live on air interview in quite a while. Okay. Quite a while. while. Yeah. So it's almost like ever. Exactly. It might as well be. (laughs) Well, thank you for being brave for me. Oh, no thanks. All right. So Roger is going to be here for the whole time, right? Yeah. So Roger's here to talk about the fabulousness that just released Monday. Uh, Monday, right? Yeah, on the 12th. Because I saw on the poster online, one of them said the 13th, and I thought, maybe this is for overseas or something? No, it was originally supposed to be the 13th, and then we changed the date. A date earlier is awesome. Yeah. So, Serial Hex Addict. Serial Hex Addict, which is an EP, and it's kind of an interim recording, or release, I should say, Mm -hmm. from D to our next album, E. Just kind of something to go off the the written track. Okay. Something different. Because you had some material that you didn't want to wait around for the album. Yeah, and, and also working with Squalor, and we wanted to get that out there quick and okay. get it out there. And Squalor is the vocalist for the EP, and that kind of steps away from, it's Damon, right? Right. Damon, Damon was on D. Was the originally, on D. it's every album mm-hmm. or every release is going to have a different singer and working with different people. Right. So I don't know 100% if Damon's going to be on the next release. Okay. Yeah, when I was, again, doing my homework, Uh I I looked at so many interviews that you guys, A, did either in person, there was some club or something in in, somewhere uh, in the Southwest or something. I think it was for Coma or something. Maybe so. And then I read a bunch of interviews in print, well, digital print, if Mm -hmm. you will. And I thought, okay, I don't want to ask all the same questions. And then I saw that you had mentioned that maybe he'll be back for E, maybe not maybe mm-hmm. him and Squalor would be around you're just not sure what yeah. is going to happen yet right? yeah and i probably won't know up until the last second well that's awesome yeah keep, it keeps keep me on the toast yeah. and keeps us on our toast yeah me, well so. it makes it interesting for me you know so where do you start with making starting out an uh, an album mm-hmm. do you start with writing part of the music it always starts yeah, it always starts with a sound. Okay. Then I'll just be sitting down programming different sounds. I'm like, oh man, I really like this. And that will inspire me for percussion. And then it just keeps okay. going, 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 going. And then pretty soon after I get one or two songs in, it gives me the feel for that album. Okay. You know, for the so, album overall, yeah. not just a particular track. Or for the release, yeah. Okay. So I kind of like to keep it the same feel throughout the album, so it doesn't move around a lot, right. but every album being different. Is different. Yeah. I noticed that between D and X. Yes. That it's really different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but D is much more noisy. Yes. Yeah. And that was, I think, the main thing that we noticed was that in the car, it was almost like really staticky. It's not bad. I love it. I love each of them for their own sound. Yeah, D was very intentional to be that crunchy and 
almost on some points not listenable. Uh-huh. Um, I could see that. Yeah, whereas X was just much more catchy in your face but more catchy. It was very in your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had X in my car stereo for a long time after I, oh, right I purchased it and I burned the copy cuz I purchased it on iTunes and I only buy stuff that I know that I will listen to. Mm-hmm. I don't take risks on music at all. And so I I po- I bought that because well, I'd heard, you know, something through the i probably yeah. heard kdc is what it is and i thought oh, oh well yeah. let me just go ahead and get this well so, x, x was supposed to be quirk and death cycle right and yeah. i read that on i don't know probably mm-hmm. the bio or something you didn't mm-hmm. want to wait and that's how hexorex came mm-hmm. about there's a lot of information out there to get a little glimpse into roger and mm-hmm. what's behind not only hexorex which i love but also quirk and death cycle which is a little bit older yeah, and then we're planning a next release, um, which has been forever, over a decade, at the end of this year. I yeah. can't wait. Yeah, neither can I. And it, it, do uh, you do the same thing with that? Do you have a different sound? I know that you're working with other people on that, uh, not just you mainly programming it, right? Yeah, I'm working with Nabil Kassam from Gentleman Junkie. He's helping me with some of the writing on it. And then, of course, Ryan Gribben, the singer. Right. And I didn't know who any of these people were. I knew I knew of the names only by doing research. And then I saw the tangled web of all of the different bands. I was like, oh, oh, I know that band's name. Right, right. Well, and Greg Ripes also, he was one of the original writers. He's coming back on board. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. It's so far away. (laughs) (laughs) It's not, though. It'll go by so fast. You know, I've been waiting for Serial Hex Attic for so long. It feels like it's been forever. And when I first talked to you about it, it was during the summer... I think. Yeah. When when we talked about Crawler. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah, it takes it takes and time. Then, and, yeah, and then for the label you kinda have to push back releases and mm-hmm. things like that because of other things and that's kind of what happened. The album was finished long before. Mm-hmm. Or I shouldn't say the album, the E P was finished mm-hmm. long before. Well and there's always mixing and remixing and mastering and right. all of that fine tuning mm-hmm. and then the printing and making sure the artwork is right and everything well, is the artwork, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Artwork is always a nightmare for me. It's amazing. Thank you. And I know that Squalor Squalor was doing a lot of that too. Although Uh I have to say, unfortunately, I can't read some of the lyrical writing. Yeah, that was the font Mm -hmm. is actually his own font that he made. I picked up on that. Yeah. Trying to read that, I was like, oh, I don't know. I know, right? (laughs) I can't see what that is. I I know what it is, but yeah. Right? And I was looking over the lyrical content to see about content to be able to play on here. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I think that's what it said, but I can't tell if that's what the word is on the print it probably is yeah <laughs> after listening to it for a while i put the headphones on turned the sound up and i really just sat there and yeah it was spot on but it took a while because i couldn't make out the font yeah right here yeah okay so we have a little bit of a plan for you guys and we want to play some music and i have oh there it is oh my gosh i have been stalking the staff member that is in charge of collecting the mail every day i see her did you see anything for me yet <laughs> it was supposed to be here already it's not here yet yeah i know that was mailed out i got this last monday okay you got it pretty fast then yeah okay. but uh, the whole time i was like here yet is there anything <laughs> Every day I come in, I check the drawer. Nothing there. Right. Um, but I'm happy because it's here. And I think what... Which track are you going to play? I want to play. Well, I've played your remix, the splatter mix of it. Mm-hmm. That's the one you sent me. The premiere that I was playing last fall. I think what I really, really liked was track seven, the remix oh, of the, Brain Basher. Yeah, 
Adventure. Oh, the by Cycle, Cycle. Remix. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think that yeah. was one of my favorite tracks. Yeah. On that's here. a good one. So I think we'll start with that one. Unfortunately, I can't play the title track, Serial Hex Addict, <laughs> because of the lyrical content. So if you guys want to hear it, you can always go check it out. I'll go over where it's available after the song is over. So this I've not played yet. I've only played Crawler from Hexorex's latest release. So this is going to be another new, fresh song yes. that I get so giddy about. And it's called Brain Basher, but it's actually a remix. And I love that all the remixes have their own little subtitles. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're named. So yeah. this one is Convicted Hex Offender Mix by Cycle. Yes. So... My buddy from Canada. <laughs> so if you guys would like to call in and say anything or make a request for us to play. You can call the station. The number is 949-UCI-KUCI. That's 949-824-5824. I will be loading up my Radio Flag page and that's what I just realized I missed. So if you're on there, I'll get to you in a few minutes. And there's always the email. You can send an email to me. I have that open and I can read it right away. So this is brand new Hexarex off of Serial Hex Addict on KUCI in Irvine. You're listening to The Heartbeats Machine here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and streaming on the web at KUCI.org. And we have Mr. Roger Jarvis in studio this week. Hello, Valerie. <laughs> Sorry, should I like I can cue see you, you over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no wonder why I'm red. <laughs> Flustered. No, I can I just say something really quick? This room is absolutely amazing because it's wall-to-wall CDs fully surrounded by them. It can kind of be a little Thousands. Yeah. daunting. Yeah, I love it, though. The room is overpowering with CDs. Yeah, this is awesome. I'm going to probably... Oh, yeah, we, we're taking pictures. So they're eventually going to be posted on the show website. And that's theheartbeatsmachine.kuci.org. And I will say that I will attempt to get them on this week but i still haven't done last week so <laughs> i'm very low tech savvy very well, low okay. tech It'll so get there when it gets there because i got a new computer the whole paperweight thing that i was mm-hmm. telling you about. i got a brand mm-hmm. new computer a few weeks ago and i still haven't synced it with anything okay. i just did the printer a couple days ago to print out <laughs> i think insurance paperwork because <laughs> i had to wait until the very last day but I'll, I'll get it. It'll it it'll be happen. posted. It'll yeah. totally happen. It'll definitely be posted. So let's converse. All right, let's, let's do tackle this. these homework questions. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> I gave Roger some homework, sort of, to prep for you guys. We'll just start at the top. And I kind of know a little bit mm-hmm. of the answer because I did read <laughs> all of the stuff. No, but maybe this will be a little bit different or something yeah. more. Yeah. And then more everyone it. else doesn't know. So I think I'll just start with the name. Hexorex. Hexorex. Yeah. There was a club at the time called Hex Hollywood, which I'm like, that is the coolest name thought for a club to be called Hex. And then with me being in the medical field for so long, and with Kevorkian and Death Cycle, I came up with RX because it had that kind of ring to it, the Hex RX. Right, a little bit of a goes tie. together, yeah, mm-hmm. kind of goes together, at least in my head. And it just kept everything along with me, you know, with, with the other themes and stuff like right. that. So that's how I came up with it. And has that remained constant? Has there been any evolution to the meaning? Or is it just very simple? Well, that- it definitely evolved into something more. I kind of like to think Hexorex tells me what to do instead 
instead okay. of me telling what Hexrex to do. So it's really kind of taken over the whole thing, the whole process of, of writing, you know, album to album or release to okay. release. Having that term kind of leads you, Correct. you're saying. Yeah. Okay. And I set it up from the beginning to work with new people every single album. Right. So that's how I think Hexorex has the control, not one not person you. in Hexorex. Or just because I, I made Hexorex doesn't mean right. it's necessarily my band. Because it started with you, and we sort of touched on the X album, correct? Was mm -hmm. the first one? Yeah. And that sort of stemmed from a period of time that you were still with Kevorkian Death Cycle. There, there was just a time frame that you had stuff that you wanted to not sit on. Right. I was I was like, well, it's about time to write for new Kevorkian Death Cycle album. So I was trying to get that together with the singer and things like that. He was going through some personal things at the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, I don't want to sit on this because I don't know when that would be, you know, the next right. time I could get together with him to write an album. So, yeah, I'm just like, well, let's do it. I'm doing my own, you know. Well, and if you do sit on it, then what you're feeling at that moment, that inspiration for that particular set may not be the same. Right. Once it, you get to that next point of working on it. Yeah. Yeah, and in my head, it becomes dated. And right. then six months, a year later, I'm like, okay, I'm done. Well, that's a long time <laughs> Yeah, yeah. to be sitting on a piece of work, really, mm -hmm. of anything. Yeah, for sure. That's a long time. For sure. So you talk about rotating collaboration. Mm -hmm. How does that rotation change each album or each, I say album, and I'm thinking the EP right along yeah. with there. So we'll say each work. Each release or mm -hmm. how it changes, I don't know. It's kind of just what feels there should be a change. Definitely, I like having new vocals because the whole thing behind Hexorex is kind of a multiple personality type thing. And that's kind of like why Hexorex has taken over type thing instead of me making the decisions right. or things like that. So it's kind of like it's already been dictated that there's going to be a new person. And most people kind of go to you as the face of Hexorex. Yeah, because I'm going to have been the original. The one longstanding, ever-present Right, <laughs> my creation, and I'll see right. it to the end, which right. there is an end to it. I yeah. heard that. I was happy but sad. Happy because you had mentioned that you were going to move on to the next, next project. whatever it happened to be, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is great because that's bringing something new. But at the same time, there's just amazingness right. that is Hexorex, well, even though it's changed. But I kind of tied in Hexorex to the next one. Mm -hmm. I saw that Because too, if yeah. you put all the albums together, it's going to spell the name of the next project. So, And that was something that is lurking out there, right? People mm -hmm. are guessing, well, maybe it's spelling something maybe it's meaning something and I know you don't want to give it away no I can't, I can't. no I wouldn't even <laughs> dare ask you because I think that helps to keep it going yeah for sure and you don't know where yeah. it's going to go I have no idea so I, that keeps that element yeah it keeps me in anticipated in anticipation you know for for what's next because I have no idea what's next <laughs> <laughs> so in working with all of those different people they're not all located in the same area no you're uh, local here in SoCal but other members are in other regions of the country right Damon from D, he's mm -hmm. located in Southern California. Okay. A squalor, and then now Mike Jenny from Ultra Druin and right. Assemblage 23. He's playing drums for us, okay. as well as for Kevorkian. And that's only live, or both live and recorded? Only live oh. for Mike Jenny, but for squalor, he's... He's doing both. Yeah. Okay. And how does that sort of disconnect yeah, affect it, your work? Okay, it's good and it's bad. It's a catch-22. Mm-hmm. 
So I like the space and the distance mm-hmm. because when you need it the most, it's right there for you. But, you know, it gets to you if you want to play shows and things like that. Then all of a sudden it right. becomes very expensive just to book right. a simple hex rack show. You know, it's like, I mean, it happens, but we can't play as much as we would like to exactly. because of that. And yeah. that's something I kind of kick myself because every time that I have seen that you guys are going to be mm-hmm. making an appearance... Mm-hmm. It's kind of just not really convenient for me. And I say convenient, meaning I could probably make it there. But then I don't know if I want to. I don't like going to L.A. Yeah. And I really don't like going to L.A. on my own. Well, we will <laughs> we will be playing a show, I believe, in May in Anaheim. So that'll be more local for you. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm going to be there. <laughs> I don't care what day of the week cool. it is. I'm going to be there because driving to L.A., yeah. Well, and also it kind of makes it special, too, because for every release, it's going to be a different lineup. So you're never going to hear right. that ever again. So you're never going to hear that yeah. original vocalist seeing that song live ever again. So That's it so kind of sad. keeps it special for me. <laughs> and it should be special for the fans also to want to go out to see this and be a part of it. Right. As there- a music fan, I can definitely see that. And I've seen some bands over and over and over again every time they come to LA Mm -hmm. because it means that much to me. Right. And yeah, it's the same people and they play a lot of the same content and then their new content, but you know what you're going to get. Right. It's like, oh, I've seen that band three times before. Yeah, you can count on what you're going to get. But when you see Hex Rex, you're never going to see the same band. So keep that in mind. If you want to go see Hex Rex anywhere, do what you can because Especially in this digital age, it's kind of like you can see and call up anything Mm -hmm. on a fly, but this is the only thing now that you can actually say, no, this is a one of a kind right. type thing. And even though, you know, I've watched some of the live video performances mm-hmm. that are on YouTube. Yeah. It's not the There's same. There's a lot. Yeah. It no, is definitely, definitely not. not the same. No, definitely not. To experience, and I'll, I'll just touch on the show we went to this week. It is very different mm-hmm. to be in the element of both the performer and as the receiver, as the fan amongst the rest of the fans. Mm-hmm. Completely different than just rocking out in your car with your CD player because there's an energy that's just different. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's amazing. And it's something that video can't convey. Exactly. You, know? you don't get mm-hmm. that same feeling. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> All right. So I think what I'll play next is another track from the EP. Okay. And I think I had them all picked out. Is it our cover or? But I love the cover. <laughs> I didn't know, you know that's, it was on there. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, that kind of sounds familiar. And then I played it. And yeah, it's actually it. on the, the last Dust Bunker compilation. <laughs> and Rev John from Dust Bunker, he's like, hey, you should do a track on this new comp. I'm like, I have no idea what to what to do. He's right. like, you should do Transex Living on Video. And I'm like, on it. <laughs> so, it's yeah. It's amazing. And awesome. Thank you. I really wanted to touch on that because which of the other two albums has Relax? Relax, that's the last Kevorkian right. Death Cycle album. Okay, Adam. it's Katie. So I think I probably played that a couple weeks ago, but I love that version. Of oh, right on. Yes. I love it. When I first saw that CD, I thought, no. That's, you know, Frankie Goes to Hollywood hated that version. Really? Yeah, they really did. Well, that's a bummer because I love it. Oh, thank you. I'm going to go ahead and play Living on Video then. Okay, cool. Since you brought it up. So the song may sound familiar to you or it may not. It certainly sounded familiar to me eventually. Because we're old. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Just a little bit. (laughs) So this is another track off of Hexorex's Serial Hex Addict EP. It's a cover of Living on Video. From Trans X. From Trans X. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that. So I I know a lot more music than I know the artists that did the music. (laughs) Especially of that era. Yeah. So this is The Heartbeats Machine on KUCI in Irvine with special guest Roger Jarvis from Hexorex, Kevorkian Death Cycle, and Negative Gain Productions. 
So I hope that you're enjoying, and we will be covering more questions after a few tracks of music. Thanks for listening. So let's go back to those questions. Mm-hmm. I'm actually pretty interested in the inspiration for not just for Hexarex, but overall of other artists, other types of music mm-hmm. over the years that you've experienced. Oh, man, I'm really old, so... Uh, that's okay. <laughs> There's a I'll, lot. I'm going to know a lot of them, at least, right, right. Well, if it, not all. It all started out with me... Oh, this is a good question. I was 11, 12 years old. Oh, wow. My mom bought me my very first synthesizer, and it was a memory Moog. Ever since then, I've just been into electronic music. Yeah. started out with bands like OMD, mm-hmm. Duran Duran, you know, the whole 80s B-movie type thing. Because we're old. Yeah, I'm pretty old. <laughs> <laughs> but I was really young. I was really young back then. And then there was a magazine called Star Hits back in the day. Okay. So I just really dated myself if I didn't before. And there was this little article in there. It had a picture of two people or three guys and it said puppy love oh on top i remember of it. reading this story yes and i was like puppy love skinny puppy i'm like what is this so i was in texas visiting my father and they had a skinny puppy tape yes it was a tape <laughs> and so i bought it and i fell in love with really hard electronic music from then on nice yeah. so it's been in the blood been from in the blood the beginning yes of your musical experiences so it's probably like since i was about 14 years old wow uh, so. now i can date myself and tell you that probably my favorite in the 80s we'd do karaoke my dad had an old reel to reel with with a microphone plug in and we would have neighborhood karaoke of which i always won because hello it's my dad right and it was all the neighborhood boys who played with us i think they were forced to <laughs> my brother was pretty big and they were all his friends yeah so they gotta had please to. the yeah, you know totally had to. yeah so uh, madonna like a virgin <laughs> I probably sang that song every time we did the karaoke. Every time. And you won. So. I did. I won yeah. every time. Not saying that speaks anything for my musical prowess. I think you should prowess. do it like right now. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't even know if I remember it anymore. Musical voice doesn't exist anymore. As a child, I was in choir. Not anymore. All right. Welcome back. This is the Heartbeats Machine on KUCI in Irvine. And still sitting here with Roger Jarvis from Hexarex. I should just point at you when I... <laughs> Like, when I no. want you to say something. <laughs> or just so people don't think that I'm talking to the voices in my head. Right, it's like a recording. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that too. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to jump right back in. We talked about the musical influences. When it gets to creating the music, mm-hmm. what do you hate the most? What bugs you the most about the process? Or hard is most difficult, really? Hard drives failing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to laugh. Yeah. Because it's that, very sad. <laughs> that's the worst part of it all. I don't know. Maybe uh, working, since I I do work with other people, mm-hmm. getting to know how those people work. Okay. And that communication. Especially since you're rotating with different artists every so often. Yeah. Building that bond to be yeah, able to so work with them. That's probably the hardest thing. That and not having that person to the next one. It's kind of like saying hello and saying goodbye. So those bittersweet. Are the, yeah. Those are always the two most awkward type of Aww. moments but what about what do you like most what's your favorite thing about oh, the creating process everything about it everything i really do it's just in my blood i think from writing to recording to production to playing live to music videos to everything i mean it's 
I get to be so creative in every step that I just think I, I'm blessed in that sense of lucky enough to, to have those steps and enjoy every single one of them. manipulate different avenues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you never know what you're going to get until the end. Right. Yeah. See, you get glimpses. but So you do writing for just the musical end and then the vocalist does the lyrics or you do lyrics as well? No, no, never done lyrics. Okay. Never want to. You never want to hear this voice <laughs> sing. Well, Trust me. I heard that yeah. in one or read it in one of the interviews but as far as the writing part you don't write them either no okay. i don't write the lyrics so that's something that although that's their experience the last hex album there is plans for i have written some lyrics but it, oh. they have not been in an album okay. or released yet but that's something maybe we can look forward to yes so three, exciting. three or four releases from now. Oh, so there's actually a. L- oh yeah, I mean everything is planned. Yeah, okay. everything's planned out. That gives me that happiness of what I had said about being happy about the end, knowing that there's an end. That gives yeah. the happiness knowing that there's more than just E out there. Oh yeah, ominously out there eventually. There's going to so. be two more EPs and three more oh, wow. full length. That's awesome. Will you come back? Definitely. Yes. As long as you have me back, I'll be here. I'm excited. <laughs> okay, and before I get very tangential about how excited and giddy I am, we'll go on to my favorite Hexarex song. Ooh, which is that? My Eyes Are Red. Ah, okay. My favorite for multiple reasons, just in general, overall, the total package. Mm-hmm. Two, the reason why I wrote the question, the sample. Yes. I Tron. didn't know it was from Tron. Tron. I had never yeah. seen the original Tron until the new one came out. Yeah, Disney would probably want to sue me for it, but... We'll just keep it on the DL. <laughs> yeah, then. just don't, don't tell them. No, it's Tron and... And the original Battlestar Galactica. I didn't know that. Yes. I so should know that because I'm chorus, old. Leading up to the chorus, you can hear like this woo-woo. Okay. Woo-woo, and that's their eyes going back and forth, that oh. sound. And it says silence, and that's It'll one of It'll be a the... whole new experience for me when I listen to it. Yeah. And it's like, why hasn't anybody sampled those? Nobody's done it, so right. I'm like, I'm, I'm at it. And is that something that you do regularly <laughs> when you're creating something? Is that one of those things you said that you find a sound or something and you build from? Yeah. I mean, it could be a, a clip from a movie that can inspire me, but every full-length album will have a red song on it. So yeah. uh, the EP doesn't because it's not a full-length, but E it will have uh, a red song on it. I noticed that there was what's on the other There's one? There's my eyes are red, which is on X, and then I see red. I see red, is on and D. I always confuse. Yeah, those well, the, the third two. one's even gonna confuse you more. Oh gosh, that's gonna be my eyes see red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing this? And it this just keeps going and going. Well, it's... <laughs> no, it's totally acceptable. <laughs> I will show you because I have my burned DNX CDs that I bring with me every week. Nice. I have had people request since I started playing them. I have had people request, so oh. I always bring them with me, and I. <laughs> I love it when that happens. I love it when that happens. Right? It's amazing. I have handwritten <laughs> the track listings because there's no way I can remember. And this is my little Bible that I bring with me every week. Oh, I would wow. be completely lost every week without this notebook until it's full and then I have to bring a new one. But I'm going to transfer all the important stuff. We talked about before we got started tonight mm-hmm. how busy you are. Yeah. <laughs> Between the different multiple musical <laughs> projects, working with Negative Gain mm-hmm. and all of those hats that you put on with negative game and then working a full-time job yeah yeah how do you do it you know it, it's kind of scary but if i wasn't this busy right now i don't know what i would do you'd be lost i would feel like that i'm not completing or accomplishing something so i think i'm already too far into it and stressed out to there's no turning back yeah there's no turning back right now well that's good and for i us. don't see an end to it so <laughs> i just did a very exciting gesture of 
happiness for me. Yay. I don't even know how to describe it, but yay works. Yeah. <laughs> yay works very well. It was almost half inspired by my niece who, when she was a baby, had this thing when she got so excited and she had no audible sound with it, but it was just, <laughs> and her eyes would get really big and she'd grip her, her, her fists really tight and her whole body would just shake and it was so exciting. She does it every once in a while now. But. That's cute. You're listening to the Heartbeats Machine here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. My name is Valerie, and I do hope that you have been listening in and have enjoyed our conversation tonight. Roger Jarvis from Hexarex is here. There I go, drop the ball. Uh huh. And you pointed at me, and yeah. I didn't even point this time. I'm so embarrassed. I'm sorry. You have no idea how embarrassing. I only brought my laptop. Mm-hmm. to play your mix of crawler that was the only time i ever <laughs> brought my serious? laptop i play from cds uh-huh. and i couldn't get the oh, file to burn, burn yeah. properly i tried burning it and it wouldn't play in here because i don't know the difference between a wave file and mp3 file and i don't know how to do all of that <laughs> all just the names are different yeah <laughs> it wouldn't play but i think what i did is i burned data file and it wasn't oh yeah that won't work playable in here i didn't yeah, know that yeah. so i just I was like fine i'll just bring my laptop <laughs> Lugged it down here to play one song, but it was worth it. What we will get to next is a few more questions that I put together for Roger. And the questions I wanted to touch on were more about you and what kind of inspired you and a little bit other personal things. So have you ever faced a time that you didn't think you would be successful in music? That's all a matter of interpretation and, and one's definition of success. Some could say I'm not successful at all. I mean, I'm not driving a Mercedes because I, I shouldn't say Mercedes, Audi. That's, <laughs> that's the new in thing. Yeah. And from music or anything like that. So, I mean, it's all just a matter of how you want to measure success. I feel successful with music just simply because of the fact that growing up, I had bands like Frontline Assembly, Skinny uh-huh. Puppy, Friend 242, things like that. I've actually got to play with them, tour with them. So in my heart, I feel like I'm successful just I, because I was able to accomplish those things. I would agree um, in that because the Audi, to me, would make it seem like the commercial success and that might not be as much of a payoff right. as a personal feeling of success well, it was actually very 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 close to being that commercial success right yeah. after Kevorkian Death Cycle the last album this is actually something I don't think I've ever said before we did a band called Pop Zero okay and that was set up by Warner Brothers oh wow and they got the guitar player from Dio the drummer from Edema oh my gosh yeah. wow and, I haven't heard uh, of them in a while I know right and the producer producer from the cult and Aerosmith. So we all kind of got together and did some tracks uh-huh. and did some big showcases and things like that. Uh, MTV was there, VH1, I mean, you name it, Sony. And it all fell apart the last well, second. So um, I think it might be a bit... It was probably a blessing in disguise. Exactly. Yeah. It might be a bit of a disappointment in the moment, mm-hmm. but you m- probably wouldn't have experienced everything that came after that in right. the same manner. Yeah. So the personal feeling of accomplishment and success may not even exist. Right. I mean, so, if you just look at commercial artists that really hit it big, that are completely dissatisfied with their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knew? So now Who I get to know? do exactly what I want to do when I want to do it. And there you go. Yeah. Especially being co-owner of that's oh, the putting, record label. Yeah. yeah, the record label yeah. that's putting out your music now, because you really have a lot more say. More control over how it's marketed. Exactly. How, um, things like that, which I really, really like. That's yeah. amazing. You can do what you want with it. And going through that experience, do you have anything that you could share from your personal 
personal experiences with this with people that may be going through the up and coming or the early legs of it uh, that are struggling or feeling defeated. They should feel defeated. They should. Oh, they should. And Do you see that? Because it inspires. Oh, definitely. I'm like, kick you while you're down. And that's when the best stuff is going to come you out. You fight more. Oh, exactly. Okay. That's when you learn the most. You're humbled. And yeah, that's what you need. That's probably a different approach that, than most people would take. Right. But it's probably excellent because like you said, you really get a different perspective from when you have to struggle. It just has to be different from something that is so easy and casual. Yeah. And result. I remember going on tour with, with Kevork and Dust Cycle. We were Frontline Assembly Support Act. And through 99% of the tour, it was so bad to us. I mean, oh. really bad. That's, <laughs> he don't made, be disheartened. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, teach their own, you know. I actually enjoyed the experience because I learned a lot from that. I learned right. what not to do and how to treat people. Right. Opening for us, things like that. But it actually taught me some things, you know. So I'm glad I was kind of kicked down a little bit. It right. made me work harder to fight to get out of that. I think it's inspiring. Maybe not everyone would think that the kicking <laughs> while you're down is no, inspiring. I think it's, I think it's but great. Yeah. I, I do think that that's probably the, such a great approach. Yeah, and it also shows how determined that person is. Right. Because if they don't have a thick skin, if you can't get through it. that, yeah. then just, just do something else. Yeah. Find something else be... that'll make you happy. Exactly. Because when you're on that stage or when that. you're being listened to by those people listening to your music, they're judging you, they're critiquing you every little thing. And it's from so how hard. You look, how you sound, how you move. Right. Right now, people are critiquing me, you know? So right. you and have to have a thick skin. To be able to get past that and not feel so attacked because mm-hmm. it's your creation, it's your baby. It's it's a part of you. It's exactly. It's and to be able to take that a piece of me exactly. that lives past me. So yeah. excellent. I'm glad I asked that question. Yeah, good question. So when it comes to both purchasing and producing music, mm-hmm. how do you feel about digital versus physical? How do you feel about how it is nowadays? The existence of that. I love to hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Please explain. Yeah, in many ways, the digital era right now, it's so accessible, it's so mm-hmm. instant, so people can hear you within seconds. Right. You know, so never before have I been this accessible. But at the same time, it takes away the specialness from it. Right. It's like it kind of devalues now what musicians do was uh, whether 15 years ago, people couldn't wait to get the CD. Right. They couldn't wait to go to the record store. Now it's kind of like, well, if the YouTube video doesn't download it in two seconds, they're going to skip to the next one. Right. You know? And that so, can be very destructive very to much so, yeah. your well, your career, really. It kind of forces artists to put something out more frequently. Yeah. Even I'm, if it's just a teaser. I know that you, you posted a teaser on I wanna say was it SoundCloud or Yeah. It was SoundCloud. it was SoundCloud, right? Uh-huh. You posted SoundCloud, a teaser. Uh-huh. So having that, I mean, you feel like you have to put something out there to keep people biting at it? I think so. It's like you always have to stay in the light somehow. Okay. I think or people lose I mean people's attention span. It's so fast now. Because accessibility and the ability for artists to upload Mm -hmm. is so easy. Yeah, definitely. And it doesn't have to be high quality. No. Mixed and mastered kind of stuff on there. Right, but that's where I kind of go back to our live show settings. So it's that is something that you can't download. Right. You can't get instant. You actually have to get up, move, and get there. Exactly. Or you miss it. Or you miss it. And it's it's not the same. We already talked about that. It's not the same watching it on YouTube. Exactly. I wouldn't know yet. 
<laughs> at least for your work, I will get there. Awesome. And with that, with the live performances, are there any venues that you love? Your oh, favorite yes. venues? Yes. Let's see. Other called. than the DNA Lounge. Yeah, DNA Lounge is awesome. The Ogden Theater in Denver. Okay. Amazing. The Ventura Theater. Really? In Ventura. It's haunted, by the way. So they say. And, God, it used to be called the Palace. Now it's, oh. what is it? Right here in Sunset. Avalon. There you go. Yeah, Avalon. Those are probably my favorite places. So I've far. never been there. Growing up in the 80s, 90s, you always mm-hmm. heard about the Palace. Yeah. I've never been there. Really? I, I told you I hate going to LA. I hate going to Hollywood. Uh. I do not like driving in traffic. <laughs> See, I drive all day long. So right. It's, yeah, it's nothing for me. It. And then not outside of the country, I'd say Zaffod's in Ottawa, okay. Canada, or oh, I don't know if I can say this on the air. It's French. Oh, okay. Probably yeah, not. Yeah, probably not. No. Uh, you can... One of um, those names in Montreal. Okay, Canada. there you go. You can mm-hmm. list where it's at and yeah, maybe people go. can kind of do a little research. <laughs> those little details of uh-huh. words we can't say. <laughs> Even yeah. in other languages. Good catch. Right? See? It's very good I've catch. I've been really good. I've been so good. You have been really good. Uh-huh. Even on Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> a very oversized Red Bull. A big one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's actually only two questions left. I'm so excited. Oh. I got through almost everything. Are there any artists or groups that you would love or be interested even mm-hmm. in performing alongside? Yeah, I, I still haven't performed along the side with Skinny Puppy yet. That That's, would be so epic. I've met the guys. I've hung out with them, but I've never performed with them. So it's like would a be childhood good. dream come true. For sure. That and... I think that's about... That'll do that it for would, you? Yeah, that would do it. That's my last goal that's out there that's as so far awesome. as performing with people. Yeah. Okay, last question. Let's talk about some things that we mm-hmm. can expect from... What's coming up Hexarex, next? from... Well, from you in any of your avenues. Okay. Well, we just did the release for Serial Hex Addict, the EP. I'm working with a band called A Brilliant Massacre. Awesome. I play A Brilliant Massacre on here. Awesome, yeah. Regularly. I, he's actually my best friend since high school. I was going to ask you yeah. if <laughs> you knew him beforehand. Yeah, he, he was in Kevorkian Death Cycle for the last album i just made that connection literally yesterday oh really yeah (laughs) so he's been doing his own thing and i've been helping out with production and writing here and there and to develop his overall look and And this is as the negative gain co-owner hat exactly okay so we're going to be releasing his ep coming up there's going to have remixes uh, i believe from covenant so much 23 and what was the other one i think how job i think i did remember reading something the breaking news about that and then so i'm doing that the next ADR album right. is coming out. There is a surprise that I cannot mention. Okay. But it's a compilation. And then later on in the year, the new Kevork Indesic. And that is probably, other than Serial Hex Attic, what I've been waiting for since I first saw that announcement little blurb. Yeah, and it actually, sounding like right now, it's actually kind of sounding a little old school. Really? More of like along the first album, Dark Collection for Injection, and the second, Dark Skies. I have not heard Collection oh, Injection. Okay. We don't have it. Very old school. I, I think I was like eight. 18, oh my god! 17, 18 when I wrote some of that. Just so, yeah. a baby. I mean, I am just only going to, you know, be turning 28, but... Yeah, that's all. <laughs> yeah, and me too. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm older than you. Totally. <laughs> we'll just keep it like that. Yeah. Okay, that works. I can I, I can be okay with older than you. <laughs> so, we've talked about where you can get HexRx music and merchandise and where they're going to be appearing. Is there anything else that you'd like to share, Roger? I just want to say thank you for having me on. And I want to say thank you. You have no idea how excited I've been for the last eight months or so since I first talked to you about being able to get access to Crawler. Mm-hmm. And then when I got it, I remember being on the phone with you, that phone conversation 
when these guys walked out of the store. I was like, go in, get what you need. And I was just, oh my God, <laughs> the whole time on the phone with you. No, I really do appreciate you having me. And I'd love to come back. That was what I was going to say next. Yeah. We will talk. Yeah, maybe, And we'll make that um, happen. Next time with a brilliant masker or something. Because I know he's up in Washington, right? Yeah, he's in Seattle. You have no idea how we'd love that to happen. Right. So nothing definitive, but Roger will definitely be making a return at some point. Definitely sometime. All right. So we have about five or six minutes and I'll look for something else to put on. I'm just going to go out with Hexorex. Oh, if you're going to do that, can you do, let's see, something off of X. That's usually what I play. What song would you like to go with? And then we'll let Shabby take her phone call. How about uh, Greed? Greed off of X. Yeah, that's my favorite track off this. So we're going to go out tonight with the track Greed off of the album X from Hexorex way back in the day. This is the first one, right? Old school. X is the first one. First one. So this is going to be it for the night. Good night, everyone.